and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After viewing the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we're talking about Fright Night from 1985. What we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we're reviewing Fright Night. It's from 1985. It was directed by Tom Holland. No, not that Tom Holland. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it stars Chris Sarandon, William Ragsdale, Amanda Bierce, Roddy McDowell, and Stephen Joffreys. Or Jeffries, I don't know. So this movie is about a teenager who discovers that his new neighbor that just moved in next door is actually a vampire, and no one believes him. So Ben, have you ever heard of this movie before? Had you seen it? Nope. Didn't know it existed. Yeah, I knew it existed because I've seen the remake from 2011, which has Anton Yelchin and Colin Farrell. And I really liked that movie. I saw it a few years ago. But yeah, this movie is a different story. Yeah. I guess it's spoilers for our review of it. But from seeing the remake, I far enjoyed that one so much more than this one. I think it was an improvement. Anyway, um... So what did you think of this movie, Ben? This is about as cheesy as a horror movie can get. Yeah? Yeah. How so? Just the basic vampire stuff, and then there's just all filler. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I see what's going on. Can we speed it up? Yeah, I agree. It was, it lingered a lot on certain moments, trying to be suspenseful. But it just ended up being like, okay, move on. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not suspense. Like, this is not suspense. Keep going. You don't have to linger on this for a while. Yeah. And I didn't like the characters. No. It was not well acted. No, it was not. I mean, I know it was the 80s, but a lot of 80s movies have much better makeup and effects. Yes, they do. And the effects in this movie were just not good. They do not hold up. Nope. Like Alien from the 70s holds up way more. Yeah. And that's a horror movie. Yep. I mean, I know they had such a low budget and all that, but it's just, I don't know. I didn't like this one. No, neither did I. Because, so this is a vampire movie. What did you think of the portrayals of vampires and the tropes in this movie? If you're familiar with normal vampire tropes. I mean, they have all the classic ones, you know, the stake through the heart not working, kind of. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. It's like, uh, that should have worked and he shouldn't have have the power to just pull it out. Yeah, especially if it worked with the other vampire. Right? Yeah. I don't know. They had to build up the suspense. Yeah. But also with, like, sunlight, too. I thought he died and then all of a sudden he was in a coffin. I was like, wait. Yeah. Because he did catch on fire, so I was like, wait. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't add up. Nope. A lot of weird inconsistencies. Oh, like how something she's doing in the background isn't happening yet, or... 
they're wearing something different. Oh, did that happen? A couple times, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yep. One thing I also didn't get, like, why did her hair grow? <laughs> right? And then it went back. It's like, wait, why is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was just... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was totally overdramatic, too. Like, showed him the cross, and he went, ah, like five seconds later. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. It's just really cheesy. It's really boring, too. Yeah. You don't care about the characters. Nope. You don't care about anyone. The mom is all of a sudden nowhere to be seen. Yep. And it's just like, okay, what? You can predict things that are happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. Super predictable. Not very interesting. Give me something. Yeah. And it's just not there. Yeah. I guess this movie did really well. And I guess, I don't know how well it was received, but it did make a lot of money that weekend in 1985 when it came out. I mean, this movie is just kind of a paint-by-numbers Dracula knockoff. I mean, it's kind of paying homage to all that, and it does, like, there's a lot of juxtaposition with vampire movies and it takes all those tropes which is fine but at the end it's like also taking some of the bad tropes with it yeah and it's just something there's nothing new to this and it does it really goofily like i don't and you don't connect with any of the characters at least we didn't no and it's just i don't know i i couldn't connect with this movie there's just something about it and I wish I could. Like, I love vampire movies, and I love horror, and I love Halloween stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. There's nothing to connect with. Yeah. Yeah, this movie came out the same year as Nightmare on Elm Street 2. So this is around that same time, and and I've seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's okay. Like, it's not great. I don't... I don't see the hype as much as other people who say, like, it's one of the best horror films of all time. But it's definitely a lot better than this one. I will say that. Yeah, I agree. Have you seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street? Once a while ago, and I barely remember it. But yeah, way better. So what is your background with vampire movies? I guess we can get into that a little bit. Watched a lot of Van Helsing. A couple of Dracula spinoffs. I mean, I know there's a lot more, but that's kind of my extent with vampire movies. Okay. I've seen a lot. I even took a vampires class in college. It was a film class. It was great. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot. Um, I've seen a bunch of original Dracula movies. I've seen Nosferatu, like from the 20s. Oh, wow. 1920s. Um, I've seen that a couple times, actually. And I've seen, um, again, the sequel to this movie. I've seen the Twilight movies, if you want to count those. (laughs) I wouldn't. Okay. Those aren't real vampires. I used to watch the Vampire Diaries. (laughs) Okay. And I read the first book. And I've seen... Oh, I read Salem's Lot, which is Stephen King's second book, and it's about vampires. From having that those high standards placed on and knowing a lot about vampire movies, like this is really just not 
Not great. Yeah, I agree. One thing I thought, from what I remember, the sequel did better. It was a, a lot better effects, but also it was made in the 2000s or 2010s. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be better. And I love, like, they had David Tennant play Peter Vincent. Ooh. So, I mean, David Tennant is amazing. Yeah. So he played the part really well from what I remember. And um, Anton Yelchin is amazing. He connected with the characters more. I think mean, he's better acted, better actors in general. That's pretty much it. It's not even like a bad movie that's so bad it's good, you know? Yeah, it's just... Like, you can't even laugh at how bad it is. Yeah. It, it, you cringe at it. You don't laugh. Yeah, which is not what you want. No. How do you even find the themes in this movie? Well, I think to find the themes, you have to look at the tropes it's taking from and like common themes in vampire films and in horror in general. So a lot of horror, there's there's the trope of that the sullied or whatever, the not virgin woman that is having premarital sex or whatever is punished by being killed. Mm -hmm. And that's across all horror. Yeah. And especially vampires, like especially the original Dracula and even the book, which I have read, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. The more promiscuous woman who has had sex before marriage, which, you know, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but at least this is literature I'm talking about and films. They are punished by being turned into vampires and becoming a more sexual creature. Or they're killed. And this movie didn't really have that, kind of, but not really. Usually it's like she's, um, I can't remember the name in the book of who, um, but Mina's friend, is it Mina? But like Jonathan Harker's wife's friend becomes a vampire, Lucy, I think that's her name, Lucy, becomes a vampire and becomes a more sexual creature. And that's kind of the whole thing because vampires are very sexual in nature. Like we see this in this movie. And he, Jerry Dandridge, hires prostitutes to kill. Or at least his henchman does it for him and then he kills them. And we see this in Nightmare on Elm Street too. Like the girl who shows her breasts, she gets killed. And it's kind of a punishment. So it's kind of weird that horror films do this, but not for guys. Yeah. It's kind of a double standard, but oh well. So yeah, like the prostitutes get killed and get their heads chopped off. But Amy in this movie, yeah, it's kind of threatened, but because she still remains pure, yeah, she's saved at the end. Yeah. So yeah. And um, yeah, another theme, I guess just good versus evil, always a yeah. always a theme that goes through any horror or anything just the kind of dichotomy of it and a little bit of faith too a little bit of faith yeah i mean a lot of a lot of methods are kind of rooted in christianity yeah because holy water and crosses and vampires are, are seen as very unholy mm -hmm. and you know they hate and they in some things they can't even walk into churches yeah but it, that depends on what version you believe in or like not believe in, but if you accept that as a trope or not. Yeah. Or if some 
literature does or not. So yeah, I guess having faith is one thing and sticking to your belief and all that and kind of just trying your best to save the day and like trying your best to like be a good person. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, it doesn't really go beyond a lot of stuff. It's very tongue in cheek, very cringy. I don't think um I don't think there's any much more than that. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if you expected a really long review today, but there's really not that much to talk about other than trashing the movie, which I don't really want to do for like 30 minutes. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to trash a movie. Like I'm just going to say it wasn't great and why it wasn't great. Exactly. Yeah. And but that's if, all it needs. But if this does sound like your kind of thing and you don't want to take it too seriously, that's great. Mm-hmm. But um, if you feel like you want to check it out, then check it out. By all means, it... Um, We rented it on Amazon Prime. So I guess this isn't really a question, but would you recommend this movie, Ben? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, same. I mean, if you want to watch it, watch it. But there are way better movies out there and way better vampire movies out there. Exactly. All right. Well, that'll be it for us this episode. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. All right, Casper from 1995. I haven't seen this movie in forever. Neither have I. And I think it was only like on TV. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen this in forever, so I don't really remember it that well. Other than, you know, Casper the Friendly Ghost and Christina Ricci being in it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. All right, well, stay tuned for next week when we review Casper. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. Do you like vampire movies, and what's your favorite one? Well, let us know on social media. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.